You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your Charger gear on because feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wollong, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> I was expecting a I'll be back type of vibe. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle, the coach, dug it. <laughs> hey, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, folks. Woo! Spooky season. It's Yes, it's a spooky season, and we've got spooky stuff to talk about here, folks. <laughs> so much spook. There's a lot of spookiness going on around right now, but uh, we've got... Uh, Lots of stuff lined up here for you. Let's start it off right at the top. Anybody that was watching football Sunday saw the Raiders take home a big bushel of <laughs> goose eggs, folks. Oh, my God. It was they awesome. They were at the store. Dramatic they walked reveal. by the eggs. They said, oh, we need some of these. We need to bring some of these home with us. Some Sign St. Me up Louis eggs. Good goose egg, dude. Devontae <laughs> Adams, Derek Carr, huh? Uh, Devontae oh, yeah. Adams, didn't he have like two yards or something? It was something I nuts. See. I didn't check the stat line, but that's no, pretty bad if that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. I watched long enough to see two Raiders get their helmets stuck together, and I said, well, this is awesome. <laughs> I can just walk out of the game right now. I don't it's need to see It's been a good weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, good weekend. Um, yeah, the Raiders lost. Broncos won, but, I mean, it was London. I guess they were... Our, they had some London magic going where they were. They, the, they did the same thing again where they got hot in the beginning with us and then just fell apart in the second half and didn't do anything. Right. Um, so they're, they're still a shit show. And all that stuff of him, like, you know, stretching and doing all that stuff for four hours on the flight over there while people are sleeping. You know, hanging out he is the, the weirdest person ever. So weird. Again, in the pregames, he was like, Eyes closed in the middle of the field while he, he knew there was media all around him. Yeah. And he was just eyes closed looking right. around. He's just right by himself. That's right. That's right. He's a psychopath. Like, that's like, I just no, watched uh, American Psycho for, uh, I hadn't seen it in a while. But Christian Bale's character, there is a little Did bit of rust a in there. Like Russell Wilson. A little bit of rust in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little I creepy. I could see it happening. I could just him standing there at a mirror, just like, Pulling a face mask off real slow. Let's <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's got that mean. kind of, I'm going <laughs> to watch out. Uh, I love it, energy. Um, all right. Well, enough about other teams. Kansas City, we're also on a bye this week, so we don't have much to talk about with them. Uh, but we know we've all seen the calendars, and we've all been talking about it. The trade deadline is coming up, folks. Tuesday, November 1st, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, as it stands right now, the Chargers have made no moves. One, not a tostada. Well, oh, not yeah, a Jerry trade. Atochu. Well, well, I guess a pick trade. Up. We, I guess from yeah. the practice. You weren't squad, with yeah. us on Friday. Sorry, I, I made mis- it was a snafu, and it was my my fault. That's why we didn't have Coach. But Coach, what are your thoughts on Jerry Atochu bringing him back? I'm excited. I don't know. I I just <laughs> feel like he, obviously the first time around with us wasn't anything spectacular. Very. Jerry Tillery ish, like took him pretty high. Didn't he is had Jerry. spurts had here moments. and there. Had moments. Um, yeah. But I, he's a vet now. He's not a young guy. So I think he knows that this is probably one of his last chances. Um, getting to go out there and, and with a really good opportunity with Joey Bosa being out for the next five or still five or six weeks. 
Right. Um, yeah. He's pl- he's playing for everything right now. So I think you're going to get now what the best of Jerry is. I don't know, um, but that's what you're going to get. You're going to get the best of what he's got, and I'm excited for the guy to get a chance. Yeah. Just give the guy a chance. Um. So yeah, they they we picked up Jerry, but as far as other areas of of concern or or want or need, there hasn't been any moves. I've heard. You know, from some people that like, you know, they like to wait until after the game on Sunday or yeah. potentially Monday. See you if know, somebody gets see. hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're like, well, hold off we'll trade this. this guy away and then all of a sudden all of your all of your wide receivers get hurt and you're just like, well, shit, we traded away the one wide receiver I wish we right. didn't trade. So, yeah. Um, so it's understandable that there hasn't been any moves made yet. So those of you that are concerned, it's okay right now with it, and it if you're listening Tuesday, to this yeah this a, episode comes out on the deadline trade deadline we, so. and we're recording That's sunday true. night because yeah. halloween's tomorrow and we got some right. trick-or-treating to do we so we may be just talking we yeah. may have picked up eight guys just, yeah, who we knows? don't know nothing just get, who ready knows? For eight wide <laughs> get ready for our friday episode it's gonna be it's, a gonna, be, it's gonna be lit <laughs> oh boy yeah we might have to make some bold predictions well, we gotta we hop on some patreons if if there's all these stuff starts to happen We'll oh, have to hop on and do a quick little yeah. one. Oh, this reaction. Yes, for sure. Um, this was something interesting that I saw pop up on Reddit. And let me let me quote the guy that uh, that posted this. This was posted by user Akiners on Reddit. And it's an interesting thing to look at. Obviously, I wouldn't take this as as gospel or anything like that, but they posted uh the Chargers basically have a 97% chance of making it to the playoffs if they can win, let's see, uh, I think it was five or six. Six. Yeah, if they can win six of the next 10 games, they will be have a 97% chance, basically, of making the playoffs. Now, it's not just any six games. They can't just win any six games, specifically beating the Falcons, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Titans, the Colts, and the Broncos. That's right. All right. not great teams. All teams all, that if we want to be a playoff contender, all teams we need to be. Right. So if we lose to the Rams, lose to the Dolphins, lose to the Chiefs, lose to the 49ers, it's not the end of the world. And honestly, if we lose to, you know, any of these other teams, again, it's not the end of the world because we might end up beating the 49ers or the Chiefs or the Dolphins. Chiefs or the Rams. have a coming. Please be uh, the Chiefs. I, I feel like it's going to happen. I want to come home. I We're think all I might gonna try. be there, right? I'm the, that's my goal. Is I'm working on getting home for a couple of days to come see that. Yeah. So um it's it's just an interesting thing. Now, this is based off of 87,904 simulations per this picture. So obviously, we didn't do the work ourselves. So I can't really speak if this is a thousand percent accurate or not. It's just as a, it, it's something to think about. Like as a fan, right. when you're watching football on Sunday, if you see an AFC team playing an NFC team, root for the NFC team. Yeah, there you that's go. Re- just just have that in the back of your mind. Rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. <laughs> that's the idea. So like when right. the uh, go when NFC. Car- yeah. What was it? The Carolina NFC. NFC. Yeah. Carolina yeah. was playing the Falcons today. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. both NFC. I yeah. Know. So that Who didn't work. Knows? That's why. That's why I didn't finish <laughs> that thought. <laughs> Moving on. Moving I, I kind of teed you up to fail on that one. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Um, Shake it but off. But yeah. So yeah, if good. you're seeing that, you know, root against <laughs> other AFC teams. It's all. It's all. In, it's, it's all in good fun. It's just that easy, folks. Yeah. It's that easy. <laughs> Don't need to be a mathematician. <laughs> right. Man, coming into this season, I didn't think we were going to have to worry about rooting against other teams. I really thought it was going to be a 12-13 win season. Well, we certainly all did, but we didn't see these injuries coming a mile away either. No. So, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's there's always a chance, folks. I mean, not every team is going to win hey, every single game. What happens if these Chargers go on a little run coming out of the bye? 
That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Take take nine take, straight. Yeah. Take let's go three. If we go three in a row, we beat Falcons, Niners, Niners Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, come on. Just confidence. They're, Not only that, but then the, you know, because I was thinking about it, like, you know, w- losing a game, I get really down. Yeah. But yeah. What I've what I've found out recently, there's a part of me that like gets even more down when all of my friends and like fellow Charger fans are shitting on our team. I get more yeah. down on that than mm. I do losses. So yeah. there's a part of me that not only wants to win these games, but win decisively so people can get excited about this team again. Because I don't yeah. think there's, I, I don't think there's a abandoned ship right now. There's not, that's not the mood. Depends we on just need ask, to have some yeah. decisive wins where our offense looks like our offense again. Yeah. And, and the defense told, you know, be better than last year. Like we were one game away from getting in the playoffs. So let's just let's start there and build on it. That's that's what I'm hoping for in the next next three weeks. I would love to see that. I think all of us would. Um, yeah, uh, it, 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 there's always a chance, folks. Just don't. It, we're barely halfway through the season here. We still got one more game, and then we'll officially be at the halfway point in the season. So um, let's see. Looking over at our very own J.C. Jackson. Uh, underwent successful surgery on the 27th on his knee per his Instagram. It was them. He posted him sitting in the hospital bed. Looks like he's got some good stuff going on. He's got got some stuff flowing. I was going to say, he's got what appears to be a a trucker hat. And and some ice chips. (laughs) Oh, is that what that is? (laughs) I don't know. He's got a cup there, so he's almost got this like southern trucker like he's spitting dip into a cup and (laughs) trucker hat vibes. I'm sure that's not the case. It is probably ice chips, but... (laughs) Um, yeah, he's definitely over and out, rubber right ducky. <laughs> <laughs> From Gold Member, oh, all time great movie. Oh, that's awesome. Good callback. So, yeah, you're welcome. A, a gr- successful surgery is the big part there, J.C. Jackson. So, it's a six. To, I think it's a six to nine month recovery. Is well. oh yeah, no, it's a long road. So it's, no doubt, it's into training camp next year. Is kind right. of the the idea. Yes. If he's, you know, but not even, who knows if he'll even play. That's like recovering from that and not, who knows if that means he's ready to actually get on the field and start being a professional athlete again, you know? Right. right. That's a long time, long time to go. And every, every bit of good news for him is worth celebrating. So glad that all went well for him. Um, this also came out that I found kind of interesting. This is uh, from Fox NFL, Dr. Matt Proventure's NFL bus rankings through week seven. Now, I don't necessarily know. Oh, bus is the banged up score. So B-U-S, banged up score. <laughs> I like that. Uh, this Now, the number here quantifies how injuries affect the overall team position and player performance on a scale of zero to 100. Now, from my understanding, the higher the score, the the healthier your team mm-hmm. is. It's got to be. The lower the score the unhealthier your team is. And right now the Chargers are sitting at 30th, just above Baltimore Ravens and Arizona Cardinals, who I guess are dealing with worse, worse injuries than, than the Chargers right now. That's, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine either. So yeah, the Chargers, per this graph or per this chart from Matt Provincher, uh, the Chargers are the third most banged up team in the NFL And who's right the now. least banged up? Uh, the, only, the only undefeated team in the NFL. Exactly. It's, it's just so it much of your success is tied up into how healthy you stay. The the thing that I think that is interesting about this is that, yes, the Chargers are the third most banged up team, but we've got a four and three record. Yeah, that's right. exactly what I was going to say. Like, 
finding ways to get make still get these wins and still have a decent record yeah. for you know and people don't want to people are like you can't just say injuries the coaches suck like you can't say injuries. It's clear that there's a lot of these teams on this list are on this list and as low as they are because of their injuries. Yeah. Look at the Raiders. They're it's two just, and five and they're sitting at 10th best as far as health. So they suck. Team. It's just that they just suck ass. Exactly. So uh, they're just health, the Raiders. They're yeah. Just the Raiders. Health absolutely has an impact. And uh, in this case, it was certainly affecting the Chargers. But again, winning record right now with four and three. So let's go. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> I got to get that out of my head. I'm saying it it's like condescendingly all the time, but yeah. I'm saying it so much now that it's becoming like it's a thing. To come out I got to get yeah. it out of my, I, I got to get it out of it. It. We, You know what we need out. to do? What? We need to get a let's ride jar. So every time we yeah, say you put let's a dollar. ride, you got to put a dollar in the let's ride jar. Sorry, honey. No more vacation for uh, <laughs> for the holidays. We're my, my, wife said that, my wife said she's going to make a find it jar. So every time I can't find something and she knows where it is, I have to put a dollar in the jar. That's so mean. <laughs> so mean. It's she's all day. She's going to start constantly. hiding stuff. She's going to be able to buy a car in a couple of weeks. <laughs> she's just sipping on your on coffees that you bought for her because you can't find shit. Watching yeah. you walk around the house looking for stuff. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> nice. Are you having trouble, Kyle? Did you like Would help? you like a map? <laughs> scavenger hunt to find your keys yeah if you start yeah. seeing dirt piles in the backyard <laughs> she's just I would burying be stuff <laughs> yeah she's trying to get a couple extra bucks from you bro um well i wouldn't say that we're trying to get a couple of bucks here folks but if you had a couple of bucks <laughs> nice you can transition. head on over oh, to our yeah. patreon right now where we've got uh some fun stuff going on over there we've got a few videos posted up as it stands right now but we've got more fun stuff coming down and i want to we want to make sure that we call out all of the newest people that joined our patreon uh hugo boss 760 david duggan oh Wait, shit oh, oh, pops is in there well you're not alone because jim woolley came in like hot oh. right behind him <laughs> papa Wooldog. papa Wooldog came in as well leo garcia and matthew uh Trasinski. Thank you guys so much for signing up for Patreon. We really do appreciate it. And again, uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff lined up and plans for that for that Patreon. So um, if you want to go on over there, it would mean a lot to us. But if you don't, oh, and our first hangout is coming pretty soon, where we that's are true going to do a big Zoom hangout with all the uh, there's one all the special tens, level you yeah. can do it, and we're going to hang out and it's coming. So get in there before we do it. If you want to come hang out, bro. That's right. Yeah. Well, and. We we would love to have you, and if you don't want to come to Patreon, that's a okay. You can head on over to our website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there: t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. And you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteers in our member section and ask questions and ask well, fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. And there's a new zip up hoodie. So <laughs> oh, a new zip up hoodie. Yeah, if you want a zip up hoodie, it was a request, Shit. and I've been sitting in a my office for three days with nothing to do. So I yeah. uh, put put up together a, a new zip up hoodie. Feel them. Feel the money loosening from my wallet. Um, all right. Well, there you go, folks. New yeah, no merch discounts over. for you. Damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> There's no employee discount or no, anything like that. that. No. Oh, God. All right. Well, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Well, let's go on to the next segment here, folks. It is Fan Focus. Uh, Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Leo from Fresno. What's going on, Leo? Hey, man, thanks for having me. I know it's last minute, but <laughs> I decided to take the bait once you guys posted it up. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, we had a, we had somebody we had scheduled to do one, and they last minute couldn't do it, so we posted it on Twitter. And Leo, dude, you are fast. <laughs> the speed was incredible. So I was in the toilet. So <laughs> yeah, buddy, that's where I do most of I was my like, work. Oh, I gotta go. Let's go. Gotta go. <laughs> Um, and, and you're at work right now, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Anything for uh, the charger chat, man. I got even if I'm at work, I just close my door. I'm like, <laughs> the boss has got an interview right now. I love it. Leo. You're the man. <laughs> and I love that you have so much. This is like perfect because you have so much charger stuff in your office already. Oh, yeah. This was yeah, everybody here knows I'm a charger fan. So it's not, you know, it's like, oh, you're a charger fan. I'm like, yes, I am. We exist. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. So let's kick this off how we always do, man. How did you become a charger fan? Um, long story short, basically, um, I was never really into football until like middle school, you know, I was mostly into soccer and whatnot. My best friend actually, his name's Andrew. Um, I'm trying to get him to the whole diehard board club stuff, but, um, he was a charger fan and I was kind of just fitting in as a Raider fan. Don't, don't kill me, everybody. No, it's okay. <laughs> People make mistakes. It's okay. But you know, once he became a, he told me like about the chargers, I started watching the chargers LT. Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers, and the colors, everything. I just, you know, I went with it, and I've been a diehard board club ever since. I'm actually a bigger fan than him now. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, and it was kind of cool. We were talking a little bit beforehand, and, you know, you were in the in the Navy. And, and tell yeah. us a little bit about, you know, because San Diego, you associate, you know, Charger fans with San Diego and, and the Navy and everything. No, yeah, tell, What's yeah. your experience uh, like? I, yeah, I left in 2013, so, you know, I assumed... You know, the Navy is related to San Diego a lot because that's one of the big bases. But, you know, I was kind of surprised once I got in. It was a lot of people from like the Midwest. You know, it was mostly Chiefs fans Ugh. or Patriots fan. And it was just like when I went to my ship, um, I was actually stationed in Japan. Um, and, you know, I was just getting pummeled left and right by these Raider fans. And it was the years we weren't doing that good. So, yeah, it was, I think it was like the years where we were losing to the Raiders like every year for like two years straight so it was it was not fun but i still held on so held strong yeah. dude that but that those are the persevering charger fans you want on the on the team man the ones that can deal with the crap talk which is something we're dealing a lot with right now and especially some oh. infighting and kind of people are really frustrated what's your kind of general thoughts on you know we've had the bye week we've had some time to like relax a little bit what are your thoughts on you know kind of where you want to see this team go and what, what are your thoughts on all that 
Uh, so my thoughts on all that, I think, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I will admit it towards the beginning, I kind of fell into it. I mean, my Twitter and crazy. I know you guys see the Twitter sometimes. And, yeah. you know, I kind of took a step back and I'm like, wait, the only reason we're in this position is because of the injuries. There's, I know the defense, you know, has, you know, we're loaded on defense, but at the same time, it's like, if you look at it logically, when ever since we lost Bosa, we haven't had much takeaways. So like, that's a big, I, I personally think that's a big reason why our defense is not as you know, productive as we want it to be just because we don't have pressure on the right side anymore. So it's like mostly Mac doing all the work now. Um, so I mostly, you know, look back and it's mostly the injuries that are a big problem. And, you know, as a fan base, we have to kind of, yeah, Lombardi this and, you know, Staley that, but, you know, it's mostly, we wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for injuries. So that's my biggest take on, you know, what's going on. Yeah. The thing is sometimes you got to remind everybody that like the players are the ones on the field, the coaches, they just like, you know, go run it, do your best. But, you know, it, it's it's hard to not look at the injuries we've had and be like, okay, this is a, this is an issue. And, you know, what are your thoughts on Justin? Because he's been a kind of a slightly different looking quarterback a little bit since week two with the Chiefs and kind of the injury in his rib. Are you hoping, are you thinking this rib injury after a week of rest is going to come back and he's going to be the Justin of old? Yeah, I feel I feel that, you know, I mean, I don't know what's that guy's name. I blocked him. I was talking crap about just there. Uh, was it Acho? Yeah. 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 No, I, I feel like he's just lost his weapons. Like, I mean, his whole receiver core is out. I feel that that in addition to his injury, he's not going to perform the same. Nobody's getting open. And um, I know I asked last week about the checkdowns, but the checkdowns are literally because nobody's getting separation that he needs. I feel that once Keenan Allen comes back and maybe, you know, hopefully before Tuesday, tomorrow, we pick up somebody. If not, you know, maybe those guys can make it work and they start getting more open because they're focusing on Keenan Allen now. So, I feel that maybe he might come back, but I, th- I feel like it's going to take a while for him to get back into that groove, especially with Mike Williams gone now. And I know he doesn't, you know, when people have to focus on both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, other people get open. And that's why we had all those Guyton highlights last year because everybody's focused on Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, you know, Guyton was open over the top, but I feel like, you know, H- Herbert needs deep threats. That's his biggest thing. That's his, I feel like that's where he's most accurate, but we just don't have that anymore. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see the kind of the, the rotation of like Mike Will being out now, Keenan coming back, what that looks like, the difference that makes. So um, it's going to be fascinating. We'll find out against the Falcons here this weekend. Well, you know, let's get you out of here on this, brother. Like, you know, what has been, you know, you've been a Charger fan for a long time. What has been like the best Charger memory that you, that you have? It was, um, I'm not sure what year is actually recent, actually, too, because, you know, growing up, I kind of grew up a little poor, so I wasn't able to go to Charger games. Then I left to the Navy, so I didn't get a chance. So I, d- I didn't go to my first game till like, last year. But awesome. uh, most of it has been, like, you know, on TV and whatnot. But I would say that year that we, we went for it on the field goal, two-point try, oh, man, I was crying. Yeah, <laughs> that KC, is it the KC, yeah, KC game? When, yeah, the Mike Williams t- uh, yeah. two-point conversion. Oh, and we just beat them. Oh, man, I was jumping up for joy. I know they were making fun of us. Like, oh, they just want, act like they won a Super Bowl. I'm like, of course, that was a great win. You know, we're not used to that as Chargers. I mean, now we are, yeah. you know, going for it and stuff like that. But back then when, um, I don't know who the coach was. I think it was Lynn. Was when he Lynn. went for it, we're like, yeah. what? He's going for it? He's going for the win? <laughs> and I think that's my best moment. You know, I, I was by myself, nobody around me, but I can only imagine, uh, you know, how that would have been with other Charger fans. <laughs> Same, dude. I was in a hotel room yelling and waking everybody up <laughs> overseas. And I remember that vividly because I remember them showing, because they would have won, I think, the AFC West if they had won that game. And they had t-shirts ready to sell, and they were showing that before the game was over. And I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. You're not going <laughs> to win this game. We're going for two, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So Yeah, that was the best. 
yeah. So cool, man. So all right. So this, I'll get one more. Um, the Falcons. What do you think this game's going to look like? What do you think we're going to do? Um, I won't lie. I'm a bit worried a little bit just because of the injuries. I hope we get Parham back at least. You know, Parham. Um, I know he's out on concussion, and then Palmer. That way we get something. I'm. I, I will say I'm a little worried, but I feel that we can pull through. I mean, if we did it against Denver and all that stuff, I feel that we can do a pretty good job. It's just about you know getting. I mean, we might have Keenan Allen back. Well, we will have Keenan Allen back. So I feel like that's going to be a big difference now on third downs because we just can't seem to convert on third down. Yeah. Um, as far as the defense, I feel that defense can, um, they just got to contain Marcus Mariota because that's a big problem we get. <laughs> yeah. Scrambling, like, you know, that guy, I forgot his name of the Browns where he just, yeah. we thought we had him and he just rolled on out. So, I, I, you yeah, know, we just got to contain the quarterback. Um because I know Mariota can make some big plays if we don't contain him. So, yeah. Um, overall, I feel that we we can pull out a victory um, and go on to San Francisco. I just want it so bad. I want the fan base to get excited again and like let's have like a dom- like a dominant win would be yes. rad. I'll take whatever yeah. it is, but you know, I'll t- I'd love a dominant win. Um, yeah, Leo, can't tell you how much we appreciate you taking some time while you're at work <laughs> to come talk to us. Um, yeah, you're fantastic. It was great, great meeting you like this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. We'll uh, hopefully we'll run into you at a game. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I'll be at the Chiefs game if you guys are there. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, brother. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with yeah. Kev. That was that was really cool. We just we love having all of these fans on and, and chatting with us. It's so awesome to hear everybody's individual story because they are. They're, they're individual snowflakes. No two stories are the same, nope. folks. I mean, there might be similar paths. There might be, you know. Kevin and mine are pretty close. Pretty close. Well, yeah. Which is <laughs> same stands house. to reason, but... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, again, thank you so much for coming on and chat with Kevin. And honestly, guys, like I, if you want to get on, DM me at Instagram, Twitter, or Twitter, hit me up. We're taking, you know, if you want to get in and you feel very strongly, you want to get your story out there and tell everybody how, how die hard of a fan you are and your love for the team and what you're all about. DM me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> take it down and sorry i'm excited <laughs> excited to meet more people i love it um all right well let's go on to the next segment it is ask bold fam uh bi-week edition i think yes spooky, spooky. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is <laughs> guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang, let's get into it. Ask Bolt Fam bi-week edition, starting off with OM Run, who asked the question. How great was it to see the Raiders get blown out by the Saints? Pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. nice. Pretty, I'll be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I woke up this morning with like, I usually have that Sunday morning, like, oh shit, yeah, this is the big game. Day. Didn't have game that day, feeling baby, yeah. at all today. Like, I just woke up kind of like, all right, whatever. And then that happened. And I was like, okay, you kind of made the day for me. Right. It wasn't, a, not, wasn't even a loss. It was a loss with like the lowest two yards, three yards for Devontae Adams. And just right, they all yeah. played like hot trash. Hot garbage, man. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't, couldn't find the end zone. Couldn't kick a freaking field goal. Couldn't do nothing. Couldn't get any points on the board. Yeah, I mean, we've had some bad games this year so far, but zero points in an entire football game. That's haven't done that yet. Look, that's yeah, that's not us. Yeah, we haven't gone that down that road yet. But uh, don't say yet. (laughs) Ever? Oh, dare you? We won't. Can't. 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 Won't. Yeah. 
OM Run, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville714, who asked the question. Hello there. I'm Dr. Boltville714, as seen on the Charger Chat and Twitter. And I'm here to talk to you today about Raider Tears. That's right. The nation's most delicious product to date. Not only are Raider Tears exquisitely delicious and natural with no added sweeteners, but they also come with an abundance of health benefits for your body and soul. Feeling down and bummed out? Depression, anxiety, boredom, low energy, erectile dysfunction? <laughs> Drink a cup of Raider Tears once a week and experience all the nourishing and healing benefits. Raider's Tears are limited and available only through the fall, so don't wait. They are collected from the most delusional and hopeful Raider fans that talk the most shit during the offseason and preseason. Available throughout the country wherever Raider fan Vatos cry. Or order directly and receive not one but two bottles of top shelf Raider Tears. But wait. There's more. Order within the next 30 seconds and you'll receive a limited-time FTR shot glass. Lastly, ask yourself, when was the last time you had a delicious glass of Raider Tears? As always, f*** the bitch-ass Raiders and their bitch-ass QB. K-love you, bye. <laughs> Somebody wrote you an end-of-the-episode <laughs> script. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I could just cut that out and put it right there. Put some music face, underneath baby. it. <laughs> Done. That wow, was... Well, Making well my job easier. Well, that was awesome, Bill. <laughs> um, it's a lot of hatred for the Raiders, and I respect it. I respect I, everything. Yeah, about we're here that. for it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're here for, for it. it. So, yeah, the last time we had a delicious glass of Raider tears, it was week, it was one, week baby. one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they ra the Raiders used to come at us all the time in our comments on YouTube. Like the first three, four weeks was just like just all the time. Mm-hmm. Been a little quiet. Some pin As droppies. Both God would say they quiet. Yeah, they they quiet. quiet. And oh my God, he's back. By he's the way, back with he, the he's back. Yes, and those yeah. you don't, the, we haven't talked about him this season really. But Bolt God is like basically like a what, what would you say a super fan? Where he I would dress, say super dresses fan, up, yeah. got the sweet hat. It looks like uh, Big looks Trouble like in Little China. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Big Trouble yeah. in China for me, Raiden. I feel you. Like, no, it's all good. Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, um, to each their but he's like he was awesome. He kind of was quiet for there for a little while, but now he's back. He's, he's back good. and he's, it feels and he's right. louder than we ever. needed yeah. him. This is when we yeah. needed him. He needed yeah. to come back. It, right. we're, we're glad to have you back, Bolt God. It just the world just feels right having you out there. And uh can't wait to see you screaming at more fans and how quiet they are. Stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so Boltville 714, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to SoCal Dan Sports. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Does the front office understand the frustration of charger fans with no moves to help out the offense or even the bad play calling on both sides do they have a pulse on what we as charger fans want uh well <laughs> well <laughs> dang him. Dang him. um so as far as what charger fans want i guarantee you that there is no front office going well what do the charger or Let's what do the fans Twitter. want? Yeah. yeah. Let me check Twitter. Let me see what the, let me check the pulse of the, uh, of yeah. the fans. It's I just not that way. Guarantee you they know we're fucking oh, disappointed. They have to know. Yeah. And, well, they're, and they're mad too. What's yeah. going to happen is if it keeps going, people aren't going to be buying the tickets to go to the games. If it keep, if it gets right. worse, like right now we're still showing out and people are, are excited about the team. Right. But if that changes that, you know, we're the fans, so they're going to have to listen. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I, they're not going to listen to our. We want a new offensive coordinator. This is who we want to trade for. Like we, right? What yeah. do we know? You know what I mean? Like we know what, what would be fun. It'd be fun to add to our team, but we know what we know that we're not winning, yeah. and we know that our offense is not really clicking. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's just such big, big picture, overarching stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't. They don't. Unfortunately, as much as it sucks, they don't care what the fans want. Um. I think that they understand that we're a four and three team that could very easily be two and five. Right. Um, yeah. And they know that things have to get better because this is professional sports and it's about winning. It's not about participation trophies when you're playing as a professional. So um, they know they got stuff to figure out and fix. And if nothing happens by the trade deadline, it's because it was not a good, it wasn't a good deal. They didn't think that it was a good deal. And I don't know what a good deal is. It seems like these guys are being traded for very little. Um, mm-hmm. The guys on the last year deals on teams that suck, they need draft picks. So they're willing to ditch these guys for pretty pretty low asking price. So that's true. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I guess well, I guess we have to wait and see what happens by the trade deadline, but they don't have to go on Twitter to know what the fans want. We want to win. Yeah, right. well, I that's think that's true. what we have in common. They want to win a championship. We want to win a championship. How oh, we yeah. get there, there's a million ways to do that. There's so many different ways you could skin that cat and they are doing the way that we're going to actually do it. We we can right. have fun thoughts on it, but the way they do it is the way it's going to happen. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'll hop in the back seat and I'll watch. That's right. So, SoCal Dan Sports, thank you for asking and, and the question. Welcome. And welcome. Yes. Let's move it on now to an old fan, uh, Hangry Seth, who asked the question. As I watch the Oregon game today and seeing number 10 Knicks playing like Herbert back in his college days, I wonder if the Chargers' offense was more like Oregon's fast-paced, speedy offense, would that make Herbert more comfortable and would it even be successful in the NFL? Here's the difference between college and the NFL. College is 19 to 22-year-old kids. The NFL is 22 to 30. 35 year old men yes. and they don't want to run like that they want breaks <laughs> in between plays they want to catch their breath can you imagine filer sprinting up and down the field to the ball after every play <laughs> i remember chip that, remember when chip <laughs> kelly was the head coach of the philadelphia yeah. and like yeah. everyone all those players were bitching like, about sucks. chip kelly yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just but, I mean it, it, I the idea should translate it's football right. so the it more offensive sense. plays you get the more opportunity you have to score but it it it's just I think when they're grown men they don't they they're one they're hitting each other way harder every single play, two their their bodies can't like we're already having injuries, you you make these guys play as aggressive as they play and say hey look you got no break in between plays now either go to the ball and get in your three point stance ready to go right now, it's just and then that means you're not subbing guys either like on defense, um you're subbing guys almost every play on offense most plays you're getting new packages in. You can't manipulate packages, personnels, and yeah, it, I I don't think that you can run. You can run it for spurts. We've seen, we've tried, and it it's not been very well. effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't but you we can't play run like that the whole game? Don't we play five more games a season too? Like we play a lot more football. Oh yeah, than they play like 10, 10, 11, 10, 11 games. games we play seventeen yeah. plus yeah. playoffs. It'd be it'd be fun to see it for one of the games, but like right. we've seen them do it, and it doesn't. It just doesn't seem to be getting the desired effect. Mm-hmm. It seems more of a a, a rush deal, except for when, <laughs> except for when the except for when the plays are scripted, like mm-hmm. when we're in like the beginning of the second or like the beginning of the game. Usually, when we have scripted plays, that there's a there's a plan there. 
those usually tend to go pretty well and we get good drives. It's when they're not really fully scripted and it's kind of on the fly and need to, you know, that's when we're not quite at our best. It's tough too. Calling plays is not easy in general. If you guys don't like the way that Lombardi's calling plays right now, imagine giving him no time to think in between plays on what play he wants to call. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not an easy thing to do. Not every coach can call a no <laughs> huddle, hurry up, let's go type of offense. So the playbook has to be really, really dulled doled down, which nobody, I don't think any of our fan base is looking for. There you go. Better answers I couldn't have said myself. Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Friar Bolt. Oh. Go Pods. Who asked the question? This bye week got me all up <laughs> in my feels right now. It seems like Chargers Twitter is eating each other alive <laughs> with coaching controversy. Player controversy, actual controversy. F- that bitch ass thinking Tua is better than Herbert, and that Herbert is overweighted. Kind of hard to be consistent with Joe Wibbs, and in an out rotation of offensive linemen, and your favorite target only playing because basically one half. <laughs> do you guys think Herbert hears all this talk about him? And do you feel he's just going to go off one of these games? <laughs> that voice <laughs> kills me. <laughs> I think he's, I I don't think he listens to any of this shit. I think no. if you were like, I, I nothing, this stuff's not even directed at me and it makes me feel bad. So like I, if I was the person being talked <laughs> about, I wouldn't want to read any of that shit. So hopefully he's not reading it. He is a competitive fucking monster right you know he doesn't want to play like this or lose these games no give him two weeks of stewing there's a part of me that feels like losing that last game the way it did the the amount of stewing and and anger building up in our quiet uh leader justin herbert is going to be dangerous for some of these teams. Explode, yeah. Something's going to happen. He's he, his first year. He was not thrown to the, the the biggest names, and his first season he won Rookie of the Year. So, just I, I'm I don't know. I feel something's coming. I just do. Yeah, I, considering that he doesn't even listen to or know about like the good things that are being said about him, like th- that just it's not on his radar. He doesn't let that affect him one way or the other. At least he makes that pretty clear. He's just. The guy is all game. That's all it is. The guy's just a straight up dog. He just focuses on how he can be better. He doesn't listen to the noise. Because if he did, I mean, there was a ton of noise about, you know, him coming into the NFL, just like, ah, hey, he's not a leader. He's not a yeah. good, but, but, but if he can ignore that, he can ignore all the other stuff that's being said right now. Well, and there was one thing, you know how we all hate Dan Arlovsky so much, the yes. commentator? He said something <laughs> yes. interesting. I, I wanted to get your take on it, Kyle. <laughs> yes. I wanted to get your take on it because he said that it was one of the first times he's ever said anything nice nice about Justin Herbert. He said Justin Herbert is so brilliant that he gets through all every single read so quickly um, that most coach players can't do that. But he's saying that he's so they trained him to be so efficient about getting through every read. He's not hanging on some of these reads long enough. Is there any validity to that? Uh, sometimes I think there might be because sometimes you just got to trust your guy. I think that that's like what we've seen so much is the the Mike Williams throw the ball up. Sometimes I think we just need to take the shot every once in a while, even if it's even if the read's not there. Even if it's like yeah, they they're 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 running with him or hey, they got this guy in this spot. This isn't a good look. Let me check down. 
Um, there might be some validity validity to that. Um, but I don't I don't understand how you could turn it into a negative that he goes through all of his reads. I think overall, that was a weird. For, it was a weird like backhanded like con- it, like he's a yeah. he's brilliant, but he's too brilliant. He's too smart. <laughs> yeah. He's so brilliant. He's, I hate him. He's just so. I wish he would just run out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> no, run out of the back once. of the end zone. Just once. Yeah. Um, good. Good. Justin hunting. He's just so good that he just like is just so fucking brilliant. Yeah. You know. How do you like them apples? How do you like them um, apples? All right, Friar Bolts. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Drizzy Dragon, certified fresh for sure. And shout out to Mike <laughs> Z. Uh, you guys. We're kind of in the same ballpark on the question, but I'm going with Drizzy Dragon. Drizzy so. Dragon, let's go. It's, yeah, let's go. Here we go. With Mike Williams out and JC Jackson out, which position would you guys like to see addressed by the deadline? Sincerely, a Charger fan from Alaska. <laughs> Alaska, hell yeah. I love it. Drizzy Dragon. Love it. Um, I wonder if there are a lot of dragons up there in Alaska. Cold well, they are. Way. They're very drizzy. I watched um, a lot of Game of Thrones recently, so I'm oh, kind of okay. in the dragon vibe. I feel you. Um, so ends the watch. Um, I wide receiver, speedy wide receiver. I think that's what we need right now. I yeah. think that's what, even if we don't have Mike Williams, the 50-50 master, 80-20, whatever they call him, catch guy, uh, you st- we still need to have some speed on the outside to open these things up. So yeah, we're. Just, I feel like our passing attack is going to be different, you know, getting... Um, just the shuffle up of players getting Keenan Allen back. That looks different than what that Mike will was. Right. So I think, I think we're just going to have kind of a different kind of passing attack starting this upcoming game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I corner, I think um, having Mike Davis there, I think it's enough of a bandaid for the defense that we could still be effective. Now, after Mike Davis, the depth gets really young, really fast. Some rooks, yeah. Um, but just with what we have out at wide receiver right now, um, I'm rooting for him. I really want Michael Bandy to be a stud, but I think he, we're asking him to do stuff that he just is not built to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that for us to win games, our offense needs to be clicking. It needs to be moving. Um, and right now it's pretty stagnant. Our defense still has enough playmakers that they can cover up some holes. Right. Um, offensively, man, it just seems like such a, so bizarre how this is just not, just not clicking right now. So I think putting in some, maybe some veteran, never won a Super Bowl before, just fired up, wants to go be on a good contending team, can come in and bring in some energy, might be good for the offense. All right. Totally. Yeah, I, wide receiver, something like that definitely i mean considering how many injuries that that core has had and like like we said we love michael banny we want nothing but the best for him on this team but we got to have somebody that can create some separation and, and really go downhill and uh guyton was that guy and now that he's out for the season we're feeling it we're feeling it yeah we we don't know what we had till it's gone <laughs> um so drizzy dragon and mike z thank you guys for asking the question moving on now to clear bolt Certified Fresh, who asked the question. I feel confident. So, uh, yeah. No moves for the offense this week? Is it time to admit that the organization has given up on the season? No. It's still, like we said, like as sad and down as we all feel right now, you have Justin Herbert. You have Khalil Mack. You have guys that we still have enough guys on this team. We're not fully depleted in like a shit show. 
Right. The we, Panthers we, have given up on their season because yeah. right. they sold off Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And we're not selling off players. Our front office has not given up on no. the season. Right. And we just need to hold tight, batten down the hatches, wait for some of these guys to get healthy and come back. Like Mike Will and Joey Bosa coming back are going to be pretty substantial um, to us when we get into that la- the latter part of the season. So, right. I, you know, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It, it's more about how you finish than it is about how you start. And, Amen. Uh, with the guys, like I said earlier, that a lot of teams wait until after Sunday before they decide who they're willing to part with. Other teams, you know, because they don't know what their their team is going to look like, you know, pre-Sunday and what they're willing to part with. So even though no moves have been made yet, doesn't necessarily mean that no moves are coming. I have a feeling that the, we we will we will see something. Uh, just don't know to what degree. It's just, it's, I don't know if a trade's going to happen because we've never seen the ninja do it. He's, he's been here for a well, long time. I don't know time. if we've ever been in this situation before. Uh, we've, I feel like we've had injury situations, but at this point in the season, I just, the fact that his track record is 10 years of not doing this, mm-hmm. if you're doing the math, it, it feels like probably not going to happen unless something if special man, becomes sure. available. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's also done a lot of stuff this year in free agency that he hadn't done in the past. This too. is true. This is true. You yeah. know, giving up high picks to go get Cleo Mack. We're right. we're a very draft centric organization generally. Um, giving up a second rounder to go get Cleo Mack is not something we would normally do. So, um, I think he, Tommy Tino's he's got a lot riding on this season to be successful. Absolutely, his job um, is on the to, line. Yeah, trying to cover his his behind. He's got to try to make something happen here. Create some some artificial momentum by making a move. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's got some incriminating photos, he knows that his job is on <laughs> unless the line. He's Dan, <laughs> unless he's got something on Dan Snyder and he's just going to be sitting pretty. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right. So, uh, Claire Bolt, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to uh, Seymour Ninjas. Certified Seymour fresh. Butts. Yeah. Seymour Ninjas. I like <laughs> that. the question. Would you guys be okay with overpaying to trade for one of the Broncos receivers? FTR and let's ride. K love you boy. PS not certified fresh. It's your boy Pink Unicorn. Oh, son of a bitch. <gasps> he got you. Sneaky, ah. sneaky. <laughs> you. You. You uh, magical you. beast, you. <laughs> you. You. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you <laughs> got me, man. Nope, you. All right. All right. See more ninjas. Right. Would you overpay for a Broncos wide receiver? We'll never overpay anyone in our division because obviously I don't want them to get better. Um, <laughs> or richer yeah, or anything. I don't, I don't yeah. think they would ever trade with us either. They're not going to want to offload any pieces with us. The only only way I feel like we're going to get any AFC West players is if it's one of those contracts where the player has a say in what, what they do um, and has like a decision. Because most of the, you do not see a lot of AFC, like AFC West teams trading amongst themselves. No. You just, it Especially just doesn't. midway through a season. You play them twice a year, you don't have to be dealing with that shit. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that would happen. I'd be more interested. I heard like Chubb is available. It doesn't really work for us because we have awesome I will take dudes. him any day of the week. But it would be <laughs> pretty... It costs a lot. It doesn't matter if we need a running back. Put yeah, like a team. second round pick for yeah. Chubb. For, I don't know. I don't know if you did first. But. It's a bizarre... It would be a very bizarre move. That'd be a weird situation. I would still be excited because Nick Chubb's that good. Yeah, let's yeah. ride. So, <laughs> in the jar. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Were you saying Bradley Chubb? No, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Chubb, Chubb. Chubb Sorry, I said Nick oh, Bradley. Bradley. You may have just said Chubb and I got you excited. Have, yeah. You got a Chubb. <laughs> yeah, 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 for Nick Chubb. <laughs> Chubb, for Chubb. 
Bradley yeah. Chubb. I meant oh, Bradley Chubb. That would be pretty sweet too. But yeah, yeah I, Nick no, Chubb. It's not going to happen with Sweet either AFC way. West. Sorry, Bradley yeah. Chubb. No. There's a couple of good chubs out there. <laughs> it's a little chubby. It is bizarre that it's kind of chubby out there. <laughs> yeah. Some chubs. Um, all right. Seymour Ninjas, a.k.a. Pink oh, Unicorn. Jesus. You sneaky bastard. Thank you for asking the question. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Let's uh, move it on now to Chargers Truther. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Why do you think we have not pursued a viable workhorse back? Eckler needs help. We have not replaced Melvin Gordon. Serious question. All love. All love. Nothing but love. It's a sweet way to end it. Yeah. Yes. Well, that we. I think. I think. Uh, Chargers Truther and I went back a little, little back and forth on Twitter recently. So, we know we're we're tight, we're good. There's love. Okay. There's a lot of love. Just yeah. he's well, strong, love, strong, love, strong yeah. opinions. It's all love. Strong opinions love. are good. He, yeah. okay. he feels strongly about his team. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Kyle? I think we've done our best to try to address that and fill the spot, and it just hasn't panned out. I mean, we've drafted a running back every year for the last three years in the draft, and it just keeps coming up short. Bottom line is the NFL does not pay running backs. That's why the Carolina Panthers were willing to trade Christian McCaffrey before they had to pay him big again. Mm. That's just the NFL does not want to pay running back. So we're not going to go out there and spend a bunch of money on a veteran. We're doing our best to try to hit gold here in the draft. And it, Josh Kelly looked like it was going to be that guy here until he got hurt. So right. um, I don't think it's for a lack of trying. I think it's just a lack of picking the right, picking the right, right piece. Right. Well, and I think workhorse, I think that's misleading in the sense that you want Austin Eckler out on the field as the workhorse. The workhorse want, does it yeah, all. We got he's, a workhorse. He's the guy that does it all. You're talking about you want yeah. a power back that can come in and, and give some, 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 you want a bruiser. Right, I don't yeah. think you could ask for a better workhorse than Austin Eckler. I, I personally don't. Yeah. Right. I think I, that's what he meant. He meant like we need that, we need that big boy that's going to come in there and be physical and change the, the dynamic of the game. Right, and we were hoping Larry Roundtree was going to be that guy because he's a, he's a, th he's a thick one. He thick, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We had the F one fifty in there with Coach Lynn. Like right. we had, we 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 we've we've brought guys in. It's not a, from a lack of not having fresh blood. It's just, it's not. They're not paying out. And Ke right. but Kelly was looking good up into the yeah. point. Like our best rushing game, Kelly was in there and he had like fifty yards and he was pounding the ball. Um, he's just out now. So you're going to look at Spiller. I, you know, I think he's the one little hope, the one little hope for running back. Little, that you're hoping hope, something yeah. nice happens. I mean, he's, how many, how many NFL teams have that big one, two punch? I think the Cleveland Browns, just Cleveland Browns. Kinda, People are, kinda, and I have been hearing the Kareem hunt might be on the trading block. So that could be interesting a little bit. It's, it's always a possibility, but, uh, yeah, I, I gotta say, I agree with the boys here and, uh, Nothing but love, Nothing but love. Truther. So you, thank brother. you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Sharpway 1097. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? <laughs> Dump <laughs> Staley for Sean Payton. <laughs> Good idea, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Only Pee-wee could ask that question and make it sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Um, uh, dump Staley for Sean Payton. Good well, idea or bad idea? The problem with Payton is like he's still under contract with with the Saints, man. So you're going to give up draft picks for a coach? I don't think so. Really? Is that true? Yeah. There's, it's, wow. He they still have control over him. So until oh. I don't know when that contract 
expires. It's not happening anytime soon. And I'm not ready to dump Staley yet. I'm tired of hearing it. I really am. I'm not ready to dump Staley yet. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. Sean Payton sounds fun, but he wasn't doing much on the, f since his Super Bowls, you know, with um, Breeze, they weren't doing all that much in the last five seasons, six seasons um, over there. So I don't know. It's exciting because it's a, you know, a new thing, but that doesn't, it's the grass is greener situation. And Staley right. goes somewhere and wins fucking tons of Super Bowls. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not ready to start talking about Sean Payton. Yeah. And I think you got to look at, you know, I, I think there are, based on what we've heard, especially from Nick Cothrell, the players are bought into Staley. If you dump Staley halfway through the season, I don't know what players are going to rally up and say like, no, yes, this is the over. right move. Yeah, like you make a coaching change mid-season, season's over. Right, yeah. unless you've unless you're in a situation where the coach is clearly not clicking with the players, and they're like, thank God he's gone, and then they kind of well, start at, look at Carolina. Carolina, even though they lost today, they're playing better under their interim guy than Rule. Right. So right. that, but I don't think you're going to find anybody that's going to be a better. I don't know. I'm not. I'm still very much a Staley guy. Yeah. I think that we've seen the culture change. We've seen the way the players are bought into this, you know, just because it's not being executed properly or because we get, you know, dinged with injuries. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that we should change head coaches midstream. Like, I, yeah. And I think that Coach Staley has a lot to learn. I think he needs to get better as a coach. Absolutely. I still yeah. believe no, that. He still has an area of opportunity. I'm not saying that he's perfect. Yeah. But he's building something. Yeah, And as much as we wanted to see that come to fruition this year, due to reasons outside of everybody's control, it's not clicking exactly how it is, but it's still, we're four and three. Like if the, if we were two and five or, you know, one and six, that'd be different. Still have but, a winning record. I think it's still, yeah. I just want to get a win. I want to go beat the Falcons up this week so we can all take a breath. Okay. That's all I want. Yeah. So, you know, I get it, you know, I, I get the the question, but yeah, I'd say from all three of us, bad idea. Bad idea. Sharpway 1097. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on to House of Hain, who asked the question. Well, we need to regroup. I say put on the big boy pants, all right? Now go back to some power running. The zone shit isn't, I say it isn't working. My question is, what type of food? I say, what type of food should the team miss to prevent a bed shitting? <laughs> if we can't get back to some good form after two weeks, I say it's the coach's fault. Caleb, you bye. I've thought about the idea of this zone running scheme, and I just, I just think it's a, a lot of thinking. Whoa. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's gone yeah. This some feels dark like a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I just, I'm trying to figure out how to formulate my words. Okay. Um, I just think that there has to be designed QB runs. If you're going to run zone scheme, you have to slow down the backside of the defense by allowing the quarterback to keep the ball every once in a while. And that's what the Bills do. That's what now the the Bears do, and they've been successful the last two weeks with um, with Justin running the ball a ton, Justin Fields running the ball a ton. That's just, that's what offense is nowadays. You And Patrick Mahomes, he'll run the ball here and there. Not a ton, but you have to have Gotta keep three or four quarterback designed runs per game to keep the defense honest. Because if you're going to zone, that means we're all moving one way. If there's no threat to go opposite of that, the whole defense is flying. They're just going to go pin their ears back and go. They're going with the, most, the, the the zone movement. If there's nothing to keep them accountable to stay home, 
that's that's when you're you basically are showing your hand now power offense we're pulling guys we're down blocking um that's all angles that's just who's the bigger boy um and i think that we are more successful just running downhill um so that's what i i really want to see i want to see just downhill running don't go sideways no more of these tosses we don't have an athletic enough offensive line is what stop it appears. It the tosses. Just yeah, stop it. It's just, we're, we've been there, done that. It's Enough's not working. Enough. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I think. And unless we're going to let Justin run, we need to knock knock that off. Right. Well, let's find that's out. Maybe we come back out of this bye week and Justin's moving moving around a little bit more. I think yeah. that, that, but that's where he does his best work, man. And when he's on it the is. run, he's throwing weird angles on the move. Like we just, they've been, I feel like they've really been protecting him the last, you know, since week two when he got hurt in, in the Chiefs game. The fact that we've had him play, he hasn't missed a snap is awesome. But I think hopefully after this bye week, he's going to be in a place where he can go back to doing the kind of shit he was doing, you yeah. know, week one and last year. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. His yeah, fingers crossed. So. Um, as far as the type of food, I think you got to <laughs> go. Uh, you got to go for the brat diet. So that's bananas, rice, apples, and toast. Those <laughs> okay. are foods that are bland. They won't aggravate the digestive system, and you won't shit the bed there, House of Hands. Yeah. So <laughs> keep it clean. Keep keep those sheets clean. But uh, thank you for asking the question. And let's move it on now to Big Wino, certified fresh. Who asked the question? When or will new owners who want championships take over the team and move them back to Dago? You mean talking about like a hostile takeover? Like, what's our takeover here? <laughs> like, we're like, someone going to buy the team? I don't, they haven't, so they're pretty, pretty, the span eye is pretty, pretty persistent about, very stubborn. It's about the family, yeah. the legacy of, of their, of their papa. Here's, here's um, what I've heard though. I heard this on the radio the other day. They were talking about, um, the Bears. So when their owner, who's older woman in her 80s, 90s, maybe, when she dies in the will, obviously the, the team goes to the trust or whatever it may be. But in order to, to, to be able to claim the team, you have to pay a certain tax liability to claim the team. And that now with the value of these teams, those tax liabilities can be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, wow. when Dean dies... But maybe this is all moot. I don't know how it all works with trust and that and that and the other. But yeah, we we don't have a trust. We don't have a trust over here. Yeah, we don't trust trust. You can trust us, but we don't have a trust. Yeah, I'm. That's my. That's what I'm hedging my hope in the future on is that somewhere along the line, a Spanos is going to die, and they're not going to have enough money to be able to keep the team. Jesus, come by. I don't think that they're ever going to come back to San Diego because no. unfortunately anybody that buys a football team nowadays is doing it as a financial investment not to win championships yeah there you go makes sense big wino but hey we all learned good, something new about good trusts question. Yeah. great question I don't know thank you for asking what I heard on the radio somebody said <laughs> yeah I heard it's heard from so a I'll, very reliable I'll take it as source truth. I heard it on the internet <laughs> Twitter. All right. Let's move it on now to the last question here. The broads. Oh, you know yeah. Hey, are these I've broads? Been looking at the broads. Oh, shit. Wait, give, broads? Your, give yourself a close up. Let's see. Let's get it. Let's get a nice pretty shot of this. Well, Come on. I don't want to. I don't want to give it too close because I, I sent this through the wash and Wolldog doesn't know how to wash his shirt very well, but uh, <laughs> hey, you, you can look, still make it out. You it can look, still. It looks fantastic. Looks great. Especially if you squint, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's like art, but it's like no, the we got Mona this Lisa wonderful. Art. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful shirt from the broads. Love it. And the I best. will be a lot more gentle with it in the future. <laughs> Try uh, clean on me. Yes. <laughs> but they've got a question. It goes something like this. Hello, boys <laughs> or men, if that's what you prefer. <laughs> but men isn't as funny in a ghost voice. The bye week wouldn't have come at a better time with everyone hopped up on candy and Halloween crack. <laughs> a Chargers game right now would most definitely kill us all <laughs> thank you lord for sparing us speaking of old hallows eve the bronze are wondering what was your most bestest halloween costume mary's is her famous jane goodall costume from 1993 <laughs> heather's is probably the gorilla costume she wore for no reason to a homecoming dancer junior year <laughs> speaking of dances why didn't the ghost go to prom because he had no Body to go with. <laughs> and for the ultimate punchline that Mary made up, because he had no boo rah rah shish kebab tootsie wootsie willy nilly. <laughs> I have to say what's written down. <laughs> Someone help me. Okay, love you. Bye. Uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. I have to I'm say Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Holy shit. That's uh, good. <laughs> those spooky boys. That's giving me like flashes to like the haunted mansion at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of those vibes. In your ghost host. Um, oh, shit. All right. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Um, best Halloween costumes. I remember some of the best. I remember I was in elementary school and it was when so this has to be f 90, probably 1990, 91. Okay. It was right year. it was right when Batman Returns came out. Ooh, and thanks. the penguin John uh, DeVito's penguin was a deal. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I went, I went to elementary school <laughs> in this like expensive costume, and it was really? like a two-piece mask where you put on the mask first, and then the nose comes over the top, and it was pretty good. It was like a kind of a harder plastic nose. Fucking got my finger stuck in the nose at oh, reading no. time, and the teacher couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> she didn't help me; she just laughed at me. I, I would, would laugh. too. You were fully dressed as a penguin, and your Full finger penguin. was stuck. I was like padded. I had like everything. This. My finger You're was like, stuck oh God, in the mask. That's and, really funny. And I didn't want to like take the mask off and have it on the finger. So I was just kind of sitting there waiting for somebody to f help me when she was done reading her story. I remember that vividly. That's all I remember from elementary school is that fucking <laughs> Halloween with uh, pretty good. the penguin. Awesome. <laughs> my best my costume was not from when I was a child. It was when I was a grown man. Um, I was Nacho Libre Nacho! for Halloween. Nacho! But he, here's, the, here's the funny part. So I had the full tights, boots, cape, mask, all of it. Okay. And I worked downtown. Um, and what I would do is I had to park like two miles away because it cost like $200 to park in our building. So I would park like two or three miles away and I would skateboard 
to work every day <laughs> on like a longboard. <laughs> nice. So, and so on Halloween morning, I was riding down the streets of downtown San Diego with my cape flying, <laughs> no shirt on, <laughs> and my tights on like a longboard just cruising downtown. And awesome. I, I still think about it. I was I had the biggest <laughs> smile on my face the whole time I was skating. Uh, it's just there's something really funny about being stupid on Halloween. Yeah, and yeah, so I was good. a full hardcore Nacho Libre. It was the best. It was really fun. <laughs> Uh, um, boy, I don't know if I can think of like what a best costume, but the, the Halloween costume story that will always stick with me is, um, I don't know what grade I was in. I'm going to guess like maybe fourth or fifth grade. And I did one of those things where you buy, you know, like a pre-made costume, like the Punisher. So it was, you know, it's basically like Punisher pajamas. And then you put a plastic mask on your face yeah. that looks like an older man. Yeah. Um, and that was enough to be the Punisher. And that's it. You're <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was, I, it's one of those things, like when you're a kid, when you put on a costume like that, you, you embody that character. You all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I am. <laughs> were you, you were doing the voices back then too, weren't you? Probably. But it was just like, <laughs> you just feel like it. Like you look in the mirror and as a kid, you just let imagination runs yeah. wild and you're like, yeah, I am the Punisher. But it came time to, uh, in elementary school, they would vote. You know, it was one of those things where like everybody got a ribbon of some kind of like scariest costume, most original costume, you know, whatever. They'd give a bunch of, you know, little participation awards out. And I got funniest costume. For the Punisher? For the Punisher. And I immediately like all the wind out of my sails were just like, I'm not badass at all. (laughs) I just have to, I'm just stupid kid with pajamas and a plastic face mask. I'm not the Punisher. They thought of you as the <laughs> joke, Wooldog. Yeah, I was the big fat joke in uh, elementary Whoa, school. Oh, wool pup. Oh, sorry, no, buddy. No, it's fine. It's just it's funny to think back on and go like, yeah, that that is pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, going for scary here, guys. Yeah, I, I'm the Punisher. You just gotta start smacking oh, people. Fine. Have you not read the comics? Fine, um, give me the trophy. Give me my yeah. ribbon. I'm out of here. Rip it out of her hand. Yeah, that's very Punisher move to <laughs> smack her hand. Punch the teacher in the face. <laughs> Take the ribbon. That's so funny now. Who's laughing You've now? You've all been punished. <laughs> funny now. <laughs> he gets suspended. <laughs> Elementary school. Uh, that that might be part of the story, but I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Broads, thank you. Uh, as always, for asking and, the question. And it's something exciting for, for next week. The Broads, as you know, travel to all the games. That's true, yes. They are bringing us, every time the Chargers are away, they're bringing us a little segment on the following episode. Really? We're going to get a broad few... Chronicles. The Broad Chronicles. The Chronicles. The Chronicles? The Broad Chronicles. That's the name. Chronicles. The Chronicles of Broad. The Broadicles. The prodigals. The prodigals. We'll work the on prodigal it. hath returned. The prodigal, yeah. So the prodigal we'll, son. We'll have, and they're going to be at the game giving us insight. So you'll get that uh, next next uh, Tuesday's episode. So fantastic. Get ready. Can't wait. Can't wait. Those guys are always the best energy. So uh, thank you all for asking questions in this Ask Bolt Fam bi week edition. Uh, slow news day for for the Chargers. Maybe we'll, we'll have something. Could be really fast here once we turn this. It could thing come off hot and heavy here. Hey, the yeah. way it goes, we record something. It's gonna something cool happens right after. I'm, op- I'm open up to something cool. Tomorrow Monday morning, morning sure. some huge trade chargers are getting them. So yeah, whatever it is, we're signing OBJ or something crazy. Is yeah. Happen. Oh man. Yeah. 
let's 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 go um because i'm not saying no <laughs> i'm not saying it. i'm done i'm not gonna yeah. say it anymore it's not funny anymore <laughs> sad we're not, we're not writing it. no <laughs> yeah all right well uh, i think that's gonna do it for us here at charger chat any final thoughts there gentlemen happy halloween no. follow you don't be the guy that steals all the candy from the the people left home. unattended yeah, yeah don't we're better it. than Justin that whole fam. Do that. Don't be a yeah. son of a... Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't let your do kids that. do it either. Yeah, right. if you find your kid has way more candy than everyone else, take it all away. Throw and eat it. Away. And don't just let them eat it. it. You just eat, eat it. eat it in their face. Yeah, yeah. in their face. Yeah. <laughs> and flush the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to eat it. I'm yeah. just going to flush yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Take one bite, throw it in the trash. Yeah. Sucks. Candy sucks. Yeah. Just like you, thief. Thief candy. Thief candy. Sin candy. Yeah. Great parenting advice from the Duggan brothers, as per <laughs> usual. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Whoa. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. This Halloween, the Penguin, <laughs> the Punisher. <sighs> And Nacho Libre Nacho! are teaming up to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe in theaters only. Nachoverse of Madness. Rated G. Nacho! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.